Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable, high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed, there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, Shane here. I hope wherever you're listening to this, that you're keeping well and that you're looking after yourself and the people around you, both in in, in life and in, and in business or work. Uh, today's episode is called Here's to the Crazy Ones, which you probably might recognize as being um, the very start of the Think Different campaign that Apple launched through uh, Steve Jobs. Just he, he returned actually just to Apple after being fired. Um, and then he brought this campaign out just after he returned. And the campaign title was Think Different. Think Different. But how many people actually really do think different? I mean, that campaign has, has since gone on to be very celebrated. Uh, of course, Apple fans, of which I am one, to be fair, um, love it. But also creatives, entrepreneurs, um, inventors, um, and of course, like many things with Jobs, whether you're a fan of him or not, he was a visionary. And certainly, I think that campaign, maybe it was indicating like what was to come. Because right now, as I'm recording this, you know, we're coming into a time where, in a way, that mindset of thinking different is not just a nice to have, it's, it's kind of an essential thing to have. But how many people really do think different? I don't think enough. And I think we're being tested right now with the uh, incredible amount of disruption, volatility, uncertain, to show us actually that a lot of the time we're stuck in our thinking. So I'm just going to read out the uh, the words from that campaign because they are great. And of course, it's not going to be as good now as the ad campaign. And I, I will put that in the show notes here if you want to go back and watch it. Definitely more inspiring than me now, to be fair. <laughs> so here we go. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels the troublemakers, the round pegs and the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. But the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. Ah, well, it's just, yeah, magic copywriting there. And of course, with the music and the campaigns that they did, and they had imagery around people like Gandhi and I think Einstein, uh, just Amelia Earhart, I think it was Eckhart was in there as well. So I think, um, or was it Earhart? I, sure, I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> so the, the reality is that while we might like to think that we think differently, a lot of the time I think we're stuck in unconscious patterns of thinking. And, and I suppose once you start to understand how your mind works, you start to realize, oh, like how we think is, is very random. It, a lot of it depends on the country we grew up in, the school system that we were in, our parents, and just the random experiences that have happened to us. And we have lots of good things in there um, that affect our, our lives in many ways, but also there are things that are hold us back. So it could be things to do with our self-image, limitations, self-doubt, um, our ability to listen, our ability to communicate, you know. Thinking differently isn't just a, a linear thing. It's it's quite a 
intricate, systemized, complex thing. And most people are not really open to thinking different is my experience because we can kind of get stuck in our own perspective, our own paradigm, our own inner world. And, you know, you can see it quite readily at the moment in terms of the polarization um, that's happening even politically across the world. You know, take, for example, the United States, where there's just this increased polarization between the Democrats and the Republicans um, and just an unwillingness to actually listen to people who think differently to me. And yet we don't realize how much our unconscious mind, our inner worlds are affecting our ability to say, no, no, I'm right, you're wrong. And the more we go on like that, of course, as we can see, the more friction and trouble there's going to be because that's just not how you create better, both in, in our society and in our organizations, our companies. And in a previous episode, I mentioned before about having and seeing in myself an unconscious bias where I didn't think that there was when I was talking about being at a conference in Los Angeles. You know, and, and actually a story that comes to mind here is where I was working with an entrepreneur uh, a few years ago. And uh, this guy was a big proponent of what's called in the corporate world proactive listening, which I got to be honest with you, I, I think is BS because I think a lot of the time, I'm just going to show you an example of it here. It just, <laughs> it's just... It doesn't allow for thinking differently because I remember being in a meeting where he was with his team and he was asking for their inputs and different things. And he was quite on the surface, it seemed like he was proactively listening. But afterwards, privately, um, it was clear that he was disregarding his team's input, which was very much contrary to his point of view. Yet he hadn't told them what he really thought. And when I asked him, I said, well, you know, what are you doing here? That's the opposite of what you just said to your team. He said, no, no. I said, well, look, that's what you have to do to make them feel like they're involved. I don't agree with them. We're not going to do that. And so that to me, whether or not he may have turned out to be right or wrong, and, and actually he turned out to be wrong, um, it's a problem because you're not really thinking differently. You're on the surface doing one thing, saying one thing, but internally you're not really open. But the best leaders that I've ever worked with, they never rest on the status quo. And if there's agreement uh, in a conversation with a group, they, they generally will probably cause friction. They'll either throw in a curveball deliberately to get discussion, to get debate, just to get people to express a different point of view. Because very often this herd-like approach can come into an organization or a team where we're all just agreeing because the leader is saying one thing. And unconsciously, I think a lot of people are conditioned, maybe it's from I don't know, Western society's approach to school or to authority that we just kind of unconsciously line up with, no, no, I'll just, I, I don't want to be upsetting the, uh, the apple cart. And as a leader right now, that is, I think, a, a massive issue because we're going into a decade where we need to have completely different perspectives, different thinking. And just because you're the leader and you think you're right, and you've got to be aware of this, that when you open your mouth as the leader, if you're the highest paid person in the room, I think the phrase is the hippo, the highest paid person in the room, or sorry, the highest paid person's opinion, that people generally would kind of just agree with you. So it's very, you got to be very careful. So <clears throat> I think the easiest way to think differently, the easiest way is to get around people who think differently to you and to listen, to listen and, and to stretch your thinking and be open to the fact that, oh my God, I can't believe they're saying that. But get out of that inner voice, get out of the way of that inner voice. That inner voice is blocking you actually thinking differently, hearing something different. And um, one of the services that I give to some of my clients is a, a forum for entrepreneurs where it's called the Inner Circle, where we have uh, owners and CEOs from different industries get together, um, they learn together, they listen to each other, they challenge each other. 
And because they're coming from different industries, they have very different perspectives. And that alone brings a huge amount into the room. Um, it doesn't mean that everybody is always open, and very often you can show that they're not, uh, because unconsciously we can be defensive because we feel, oh, well, I don't want to be wrong, or I, I, I've got my point of view. And so many people, so many good, smart people that I've worked with, when we get into it, a lot of the time they're getting annoyed with somebody else because they don't agree with their point of view, which means they don't agree with their thinking, which we actually means that they're not even open to considering uh, thinking differently. And in many cases, leaders, you know, the challenge for a lot of leaders is that they are surrounded by yes people because a lot of the time unconsciously they don't realize that you know people are look at them as they control their salary they control a big part of their lives as a result and so they are conditioned to maybe not upset or cause friction with the leader and so they get into yes um, i remember hearing a story from somebody who had told me that the ceo had banned the word but you can't say but in a meeting because it's negative and I, have, I think that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard because but is a good thing. Well, hang on, or but have you considered this? Because it just brings in something different. And I think that's something that's come out of the positive thinking mo movement that you can't have the word but. It's ridiculous. But is really important. As a, as a great storyteller once said to me, he said the most important language, the most important word in a story is but. You know, John walked out the door. It was a sunny day. And as he turned the corner, he felt really good about himself. But... And we're all waiting to see what happens next. <laughs> but brings excitement. Um, of course, you know, the tone and everything else behind is important. But if you've got a good person who's smart, I think we need to welcome the word but back in. So how open are you to thinking differently, really? I mean, could you think about a time maybe recently where you've disagreed with somebody, where they had a different point of view to you? How did you handle it? Were you open to bringing out their point of view and actually genuinely were you open to being stretched or challenged? How can you bring more diversity of perspective into your world? Because that is what we need more and more over the coming decade as we go into a land of the unknown and higher uncertainty. We need more creativity. We need better perspective. The old mindset of, you know, one perspective, one view, you can keep that. But in my view, that's going to cause you many, many problems. So go back to Apple and Steve Jobs, you know, that quote, the ones who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. Okay, well, you know, do you think you can change the world? Are you open to it? Or at the very least, do you think you can change your own world? Because the ones that think that they can are the ones that do. And the world does need people genuinely who can think differently. And everybody can think differently, but we just need to be a little bit more open to it because a, a relaxed, open mind naturally does think differently. It hears better. It encourages people to kind of share the perspective once they feel that they've been listened to. We just need to be open to it. Food for thought. Bye.